Before we get into this episode, Mike and I want to thank you for being part of this community. We absolutely love what we do with this podcast, and we think it's important to bring you valuable content by exploring unconventional lifestyles, experiences, and perspectives. We are continually looking to improve the listening experience, and we want to bring in some of your favorite guests. We have a favor to ask, and that is if you can follow wherever you watch or listen so we can continue improving the show. We are so grateful for your support. Now let's get into it. What's up, locals? It's Mike and Kenzie coming to you live from the 775. We have a brand new episode for you. Um, We were on a little bit of a hiatus. Our audio mixer took a shit and died on New Year's Eve. So we were literally in the middle of interviewing some of our friends, and all of a sudden the power cord broke. Yes, but we do have insurance and warranty, all of that good stuff. So we were able to get our mixer back three weeks later, and now we're recording. But we have a fun episode for you guys to start off the new year. We have our ins and outs for 2024, and then we get into three interviews with some of our favorite people. The questions that we asked them was, what was the coolest thing you did in 2023? What's your New Year's resolution? And the best advice that they've ever received. Without so. further ado, let's get into it. Alrighty. What is your in for 2024? Your ins? I have many ins. I want to start with belly laughs. I think that 2024 should be all about surrounding yourself with people that you enjoy, crafting moments that matter to you, and really just trying to laugh as much as you can. So one of those heartfelt messages. Okay. Yeah. I like that. One of my ins is vulnerability. Mm-hmm. I really want to form deeper connections with my family members and my friends, and I feel like that means I have to be a little bit more vulnerable. Maybe I'm asking more vulnerable questions with them, but I did get the Diary of a CEO conversation cards. I am going to plug them because this is one of my favorite podcasts right now, and they came out with the questions that they asked their guests on the podcast, and it's really to just try and form deeper connections like that is literally the whole point unlock deeper levels of connection yeah um so used a couple of them yeah our goal is yeah pretty nice our goal is to go through um one card a week because there's 52 cards and there's different levels to all the cards but i'm super excited to use this on you know, when we're with our friends and family members. So if you're listening and I whip this out, now you know why. My secret <laughs> so black box. So I want to form a deeper connection with you. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, vulnerability is important. I had a little bit of a realization, I would say, coming towards the end of 2023, mm-hmm. where I thought that I was being vulnerable and open, and it turns out that I wasn't with a lot of my friends. I was trying to be Mr. Cool Guy. Everything's chill. Everything's great. Maverick has a lot to say with his sweet boy, <laughs> but I wasn't really being transparent about like, oh, you know, I'm not exactly doing well right now. Mm-hmm. And so I started going to therapy and that kind of started opening up a few channels for me about like, I need to be transparent with my feelings and more vulnerable. And in doing that, some of my friends actually reached out and they're like, I'm actually going through something too. Mm-hmm. And so if you're always trying to be like, oh, everything's chill and kick back, relaxed, you're a little flat as a character and your friends don't like that always it's okay to be honest and raw 
I think that forms much deeper connections. Yeah, definitely. I think, and we've talked about this before, but I think there is that balance. Like you don't want to just be an emotional wreck Mm -hmm. like all the time. Like you got to take the steps to take care of yourself and um, to grow and and get out of that situation. And so like for you, you're taking the steps of going to online therapy and working through those feelings. For me, I, you know, I ordered those cards because I'm like, I don't even know what questions to ask sometimes. And like, I need a tool or a resource to help me get there. Mm -hmm. So um, I do think that it's that balance and, you know, not everyone is going to be wanting to share everything all the time. Like sometimes it's good to just hang and, you know, do stuff together, like have an activity to do, to do together. But I think that there's also, you know, we, we have a, you know, life is, it, life is short. And life is I, short. I think that, you know, I, I just want to be closer to the people that I hang out with. Yeah. Spend time with people you love, have fun doing it. It doesn't always have to be this big emotional, like, I don't even know what to call it. It feels like a Tasmanian devil. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be like this emotional moment where everybody's in the circle and they're talking about their feelings. You can just hang too. Right. But it's okay to sprinkle in those moments of honesty and be like, hey, this is on my heart right now, guys. Yeah. And then, you know, my friends will call me a giant pussy and we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> but that is in. Being vulnerable is in for 2024. 100%. Um, another thing that's in, I would say sobriety. You know, we're doing dry January. I would say it's going well. Yeah, I mean, I have no urge to really go out and spend money. The biggest thing for me is it's just been a financial hindrance. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like I just need to be wiser this year, and that may come with some sacrifice, but that also may come with being creative and thinking outside the box and also, you know, hanging out with people and doing activities sober yeah that's okay it's totally okay and honestly reason that sobriety is on the schedule for me i just don't really enjoy doing the same shit over and over and over again like we've been there done that with the bar scene downtown Mm -hmm. and i'm not saying that alcohol is totally off the table for me but i want to make sure that those moments i pick and choose and actually like enjoy them Mm -hmm. rather than just like oh let's go out on the town and go to the same four bars and go do the same thing and then feel terrible on, you know, Saturday or Sunday and burn an entire day. Right. Like, that's that's my biggest thing is we're losing, like, a day being hungover and just kind of useless when we could be doing this. Yeah, and just being productive. Like, I have a lot of goals this year, and I feel like I, I don't want to have alcohol completely be out of my life. Like, I don't want to put that pressure on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like in terms of just going out to downtown or just going out on the town, like I don't need to be doing that every single weekend. I feel like I can find other activities to do that are healthier for me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if we're celebrating, you know, if, we, if we're having a celebratory event or if we're going to travel, I don't want to not drink alcohol if it's going to enhance the situation yeah. and I'm going to enjoy it. Like, so I think there is that balance for me. Like I'm not ready to go stone cold sober but I am in my sober curious phase where it's like you know how how can I do life without alcohol Mm -hmm. right now yeah get comfortable with doing life without alcohol right now it's surprisingly easier yeah I think a lot of people they just want to like release their inhibitions and not give a shit for you know an hour two hours but then you have all the fallout of the following hangover. Yeah. You know, that six hours to 12 hours after is just like, I feel terrible. Yeah. I mean, I have three-day hangovers. I don't know what is going on with my body. I've had it since, you know, forever, since I started drinking. And I have always just had massive hangovers. So I'm over it. 
Yeah. I'm over spending so much money every single weekend, and I'm ready to buckle down and like just be wiser. I'm over the hangover. Yeah. <laughs> I'm over the hangover. Yes. Okay. Uh, tell me what's out. Well, I had one more thing that was in. Oh. Well, then put it back in. <laughs> and maybe this is an in and out. <laughs> okay. But in is splitting the check. <laughs> this may be bold. this may be a bold statement to make, but I think for me, I have a tendency to feel pressure to pay for other people when we go out and not that they're asking me to it's just this like awkward feeling that I can't get over mm -hmm. and I feel like okay I'm just going to put down my card like oh don't worry about it. I'm going to put down my card or like when I'm asking someone to Venmo me I feel really awkward about it like mm -hmm. and it's not that I don't want to pay for you if like obviously we're celebrating you know somebody like that's that's, different. that's completely different but I think just on the day-to-day -day when we're going out to lunch or dinner with friends or who, whoever it may be, I want to get more comfortable just being like, yeah, we're going to split the check. Like, I don't want to be asked to, like, put my car down and then nobody Venmo me mm -hmm. and then me feel awkward about it. So I think that 2024 is all about splitting the freaking check, unless it's a celebratory event. <laughs> That's fair. I support that. I support it completely because I think that, you know, everybody gets – not everybody. We have very, very – generous friends who are also like no we can throw it on my card and everybody venmo me yeah and it's not weird at all but socially it gets a little uncomfortable when you throw your card down and then you're like can you guys venmo me right and your friend starts tallying up the check doesn't add like tax and gratuity and they send you the bare minimum and i'm like that's rude as fuck yeah it like, just... you're not my friend when you're doing that right and i feel like yeah i don't want to say that i don't have generous friends or anything mm -hmm. like that but but you know who you are but yeah i feel like you know I don't want to make that a habit for myself because I just have noticed I've been doing it a lot. Mm -hmm. And um, obviously I'm very appreciative when people do Venmo me and I don't ask, but yeah, it just feels awkward for me. So I feel like I just need, it's on, it's for me. Like I need to get better about being like, okay, we're all going to split it. Right. Yeah. When <laughs> and not feel awkward about that. I think just being the first person to be like, yes, we're splitting. Yeah. And just say it with so much confidence that I don't know, the waiter is like, okay. Right. Yeah. There's no question. Um, okay, so getting into our outs, what is out for you? I think avoidance. Okay. Confrontation is in, avoidance is out. Stop avoiding all the nonsense. Stop avoiding the things that are uncomfortable, really leaning into, oh, that scares me. You know, it feels uncomfortable. Maybe it's like a confrontation with a family member. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's an uncomfortable conversation with your lover. Who knows? Uh, but really just having those uncomfortable conversations and really leaning into it. So stop avoiding shit. Okay. Avoidance is out for me. All right. That's that's a good one. Yeah. What about I you? only have one out and it's because I, I saw it on somebody else's ins and outs for twenty twenty four and I really resonated with it. But it's tipping when there's bad service. Mm. And this might also be mm. controversial. <laughs> like that's I may controversial be controversial as all. I don't know. I may be saying some bold things, but I Totally agreed with that, and I'm so glad that that person put it on their ins and outs because I'm like, I I just agree. I feel like in you know in 2020, like the customer service industry definitely has gone downhill. Um, and I I have worked in customer service. I have been mm -hmm. in that role, and I I understand it is annoying when you're dealing with annoying people, but the people that like are not annoying. 
and it genuinely is your fault. Like if you forget to put in an order and it comes in like an hour late and everyone's food has already like everyone else has already gotten their food. I'm sorry, but like, no, Mm -hmm. no, you're not, you're not going to get a good tip from me. Like do your job better. I don't know. That may be a bold thing to say, but I'm just, I'm over tipping when there's attitude. I'm over tipping when (laughs) it's just not good. Like when you don't deserve a tip. Right. Like you are already getting paid in your role. Mm -hmm. You're starting to sound very European. Well, no, but I'm I'm just saying (laughs) you are already getting paid in your role. And the tip is literally coming from the relationship that you have Mm -hmm. with that customer. Right. So if you're being a bitch to that customer, then I don't believe that that customer should tip you. Like you know that's what? the it's it's how you're along the same lines. Okay. <laughs> you know what else is out when it comes to tipping? What? That stupid iPad when they flip it around it says 20, 25, 30%. Custom like, tip. <laughs> custom tip $1. What the fuck are you talking about? You literally poured me a beer and you want me to give you like $4 for it? Are you yeah. crazy? Yeah. Are you crazy? <laughs> like, it's so stupid. I know. Watch. This year it's going to be like 40, 45, 50%. Would you like to double the bill? And everything is already going up. I yeah. mean, again, I don't want to like bash restaurants or like. No, give good service. Yeah. That's I just, service I think. 101. It, yeah. Again, it just comes down to giving good customer service. Preach. I'm right there with you. I have one other out. Okay. What? It's for all the people. Listen closely. Lend me your ear obedience all right Jeez. obedience <laughs> obedience is out okay do not be the blind follower don't listen to the government don't listen to big pharma like we've had three years three and a half years of pharmaceutical companies telling you they have your health as their best interest mm-hmm. no they're a business their job is to make money they report to investors <laughs> they sell products they don't give a fuck about your cancer. They don't care. They want you to be alive longer so that they take more and more of your money. That's right. their job. Right. Our government doesn't care about us, okay? It's an election year. Don't go one way. Don't go the other way. Don't stop talking to your uncle because he's an idiot. Like, just because he disagrees with you. Like, don't stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, it's nobody represents you. Whether you like one guy or the other guy, they're both elderly. They don't know what's happening. Yeah. (laughs) They should not be leading the country. So agreed. I'm on my little soapbox here, but they've given, and this is our government as a whole. It's not left. It's not right. It's both sides. They've given so much of our tax dollars to other countries, and they're like funding proxy wars when they could be funding our healthcare, our education system, solving homelessness making all of our like third world cities better Mm -hmm. and instead they're like you know what more war (laughs) this country needs more war yeah like i I never mm. thought that i would think that i would see a war in my lifetime but or like experience going through something like that Mm -hmm. but i definitely feel nervous about it it's creepy because it's all on social media so you can see it happening in real time uh but main point of what i'm saying is you're an adult i'm an adult we're flawed right mm-hmm. everybody who's an adult has some flaws and vices these I people think anyone cannot. who's human yeah who's you can't flawed. you can't let another person tell you what to do like behind closed doors they're fucking shit up they're not perfect so i'm not going to sit there and be like yes this is a great idea he's my guy he's got my back and mm-hmm. my vote no do your job 
stop obeying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that this year is really important to read past the headline and mm -hmm. actually read the article. I know that I'm guilty of reading the headline and just kind of moving on or seeing something on social media and just moving on from it. Mm -hmm. But I definitely think that, you know, as a society and just as individuals, like research, like do your own research and come up with your own, you know, beliefs based off of that and see, you know, when you're voting, like who do you actually believe in? Mm -hmm. Like truly believe who resonates with your morals and values. Yeah. Use some critical thinking, like ask, why do they want me to know this information? Is there a financial impetus behind it? Mm -hmm. And then also, if you find yourself on the side of war and big pharma and like just doing bad things to society, maybe you're not the good guy. And maybe you're not the little guy that's standing up for the oppressed. Just think. <laughs> Look around. Well, I think that is a great way to end the ins and outs for 2024. <laughs> more to come on that yeah um but we are just super excited to continue podcasting and bringing you guys valuable content that focuses on uncovering the unconventional but for this episode the last three things that we have are interviews with some of our favorite people so let's get into it Bye. nine inches <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> That's a great way to start. <laughs> I did get that, actually. Perfect. <laughs> We're talking about you. So, Derek. I need a drink. Yes. <laughs> well, first uh, well, first of all, happy fucking New Year's. I wouldn't want to spend it with anybody else. Absolutely not. You're the only person she's saying that to and no one else. <laughs> no, I'm not. Every single one of us. I am not joking. I was literally going to be so upset if you didn't come tonight because I was like, I miss you and I love you and you're my favorite person. So... I always come. I, I know you do. You, all, you, all, oh you always show up. So, Derek, we have three questions for you. Sure. We prepped you for it. I don't know if you had enough time for I it. I didn't. I'm panicking. Okay. You're so fine. before you panic. It's like panic ordering, you know? Um, tell me about the coolest experience of 2023. Okay. There's a dead tie. Okay. Okay. Then so, tell me two. Um, definitely going to Egypt and cruising the Nile and seeing all the, the old world. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, definitely puts a lot of things into perspective. And I think the dead tie between that and, I don't know, being with you guys on a yacht in Chicago was pretty cool. That, that was, was a lot amazing. of fun. <laughs> but comparing that to, like, how the fuck did they build the pyramids? I don't know. Yeah, but I don't need to know. So do you do you have a theory? <laughs> aliens, for sure. You really think aliens? No, that's too perfect. It doesn't make sense. So my favorite theory about building the pyramids is that it's actually upside down. And they built a pyramid below it as well. And they just haven't excavated deep enough. I believe it. So, do you believe anything when it comes to aliens? Do you think that they just, like, magnetized bricks and threw it down? Because if you were to hire a construction company they and tell them, we need a 20-ton block moved 500 miles south, and then do that thousands of times within the lifetime of a pharaoh. Like, that doesn't add up. No. But they did it. Allegedly. Someone did it. According to history. Something did it. Yeah. What Something. was the most interesting part of that experience, though? Because I remember you guys were yeah, like, I didn't I drink that much. Like the, val the Valley of the Kings was, I think, the most interesting experience. Okay. So the sarcophaguses and, like, the tombs, everything was very well preserved. Mm -hmm. So it's mind-blowing to, like, go into, like, the depths of Earth. And it literally feels like, you know, restoration hardware. My eight-year-old self <laughs> really? is yeah. freaking the fuck out no, because like, I the love the painting Egypt. is there, like the hieroglyphics are there, everything. But it looks like it's very curated. And I'm like, 
because it's like yeah what they bring into their afterlife right, right. so it's okay. like very high end stuff it like you're like wait what like and it's been how many years since they've died yeah allegedly 5000 but i would guess 10 but what i'm that... saying is like it's crazy like it's yeah. like it's just out of this world it doesn't feel real mm-hmm. like it, i could have been at like I could have been on the Indiana Jones ride in Disneyland. Like, that's what it looked like. Mm-hmm. You're like, huh? Is that how it feels? Is a little like, bit? curated to the point of, like, I don't know well, how. Well, it's definitely curated it now because it's, like, catered to tourism. Right. That's how Egypt makes a lot of their money. Mm-hmm. But it's still very, like, breathtaking. You take a step back and you're like, they did this thousands of years ago and I have beige walls. Like, how boring are we? <laughs> <laughs> we could do better. So true. But I feel like if you were to be in a tomb, not like predicting your death or anything, sure. but I feel like <laughs> I would drape you in gold. Like Absolutely. I would drape you with all of the finest things in life. <laughs> well, I'm like, oh, well, I don't want it when I'm dead. I want it when I'm alive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think they had a little bit backwards, but you know what? Lessons learned. Yes. So the very simple question to ask you, sure. What's your new year's resolution? The best one. For me, like, I don't know. I'm not a New Year's resolution girly. Um, You're a goal setter, I know. Yeah, so like for me, it's just to continue on the path that I'm moving forward with. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't made like New Year's resolutions. Like every time I've tried, they failed. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's just setting myself up for success. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do. So there's like this thing called the big ass calendar, mm-hmm. and so that's something that I adopted. But in the concept of it. Um, he told like the guy who like invented. I don't remember his name, so don't at me. Um, <laughs> One thing he talks about is just adopting a new habit Mm -hmm. every quarter. And I think that that, that's super awesome. And that's very easily obtainable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so for me, like for Q1, one thing I'm very bad at is I show up late to every meeting Mm. or any appointment. Okay. I show up late to everything. So my goal for this first quarter is like to not be late to one workout, to not be late to one meeting, show up early. Um, And that's really hard for me because as you guys all know, I'm like... ADHD to the max. Fashionably late. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, I'm two hours late to your guys' party. So, but this is the last day of the year, so. (laughs) I think you showed up We're starting at new 2024. Yeah. Never being late. Yeah, try not to be late. So, Q1, try not to be late. Okay. And then, I don't know what Maverick is barking at. He's having a hot moment. I know, right? But final question, what is the best piece of advice that you have ever received? I think I've been given a lot of great advice in my lifetime, but I think something that truly resonated with me was, or is, um, enjoy where you are right now and be present because you are living a past version of yourself's dream. Mm-hmm. Mm. Right? So we watched Dave Chappelle's new special. Sure. Literally this morning. <laughs> and it's called The Dreamer. Okay. And he talks all about like, you are living in either your dream or somebody else's sure. dream. And you have to be confident enough to live in your dream. Absolutely. And humble enough to recognize when you're in somebody else's dream. Yeah. Mm. And, and I agree. It's beautiful because that type of balance can be really uncomfortable, especially sure. when you think you should be in your dream and you recognize like this. If you look around, you're like, this is not my dream at all. But there are moments where you're like, this is definitely my dream. Yep. When we're rocking on the boat in Chicago. Yeah. 
I that was been a in your fucking dream. dream. <laughs> I might have been in I your was, dream, but I was in mine. Like, you were the main character, but I was also having a main character dream, moment. Yeah, like, sure. it was just, I had like, a side quest. <laughs> like, it was great. It was an expansion pack, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's just one of those things where it's like, you, you're you like, oh, I would love to have that experience, but you don't put so much pressure and energy on it, like, to make it happen. It just happens. And it yeah. was natural, and it was so much fun. Yeah. So, I feel like I, I love that you're talking about just being present because we're trying to do that now. It's yeah. really fucking hard to be present where you're at. You're always, yeah, you're always looking focused about on the next, the next thing. How do the I next get better? Thing. The next three years, the next so five years, the next how, 10 years. Yeah. How do you stay present? Ground yourself with people like you. Mm. Yeah. Because like you guys like, like this, like this is very present, right? Yeah. This is not something we're planning for the future. This was like, Hey, we're doing this today. It's in yeah. the moment. And yeah. you also get to look back on it and go, Man, I thought that I was right. Holy shit. I was so wrong. I am so off. What the fuck happened? But it's very organic, right? Yeah. yeah. I love very it. free flowing. And so that's why I keep people like you guys around. Oh, Terry. Keep it up. <laughs> oh, my heart. I'm, that just, I want to cry. <laughs> the drama. All right. Well, we've kept you away from the people long enough. Mm, fuck them people. <laughs> <laughs> fuck we won't crowd. let them see that part. Uh, I'm just kidding. We will. <laughs> Mic yes. drop. Yeah. All right. Love you. Love Happy you. New Year. Thank you. Happy New Year. We're interrupting this interruption with a very important request. If you like what you're hearing, drop us a like and hit that subscribe button so you never miss out. Now let's get back to the show. And we're live. What up, you guys? Happy fucking New Year, Rahul. Happy, happy New, New Year. I am so happy that you're here. Wait, hold on, hold on. New Year's, New Year. You say New Year's. Why? A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah. <laughs> a little dash, a little, a little new year, a little new year's a little action. Sparkle of flavor. You no, know, we're the people, plural. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay, so we have three questions. We already kind of um, prepped you for it. But the first question, what is your new year's resolution? Holy fuck. That's a deep question. It is. So, you know, me and Mike, we'd be tossing back financial podcasts every once in a while. Hell, hell he yeah. showed me some Ramit Sethi. That's my boy. I spent yes. some facts. So I was reading his 2024 plan. Love And him. it kind of made me reevaluate what, how I'm going to go. Because I previously was thinking going into the new year, I wanted to, like, just pay off certain debts mm-hmm. aggressively. And after listening to him, I'm thinking, like, as long as you're saving, like, 20 good amounts in the right places and yeah you don't need to pay certain debts at certain i don't know so my new year's you resolution chunks and throws is literally percentages. exactly yeah and my new year's resolution is just literally to like do a network statement fucking dial in finances and keep whatever going from last year that's going keep it going yeah keep it going well fuck yeah i'm that's on the like... same boat yeah i'm right there with you basically because of ramit yeah like, i love that dude did you watch his netflix Special? Yeah. Mike literally sent it to me, and I fucking watched that shit on my day off, the whole thing. Did you have anxiety watching some of these people? <laughs> I don't know. So, like, I, I didn't have anxiety, because to me, I was feeling more like, this is the first guy that's really talked with more flexible routine. Yeah. And even though he's interviewing these people that are making these crazy decisions, it's like... It kind of was like, good, this should be on Netflix because so many people are doing this and they should fucking, you know, be aware that they're not the only ones doing it and there's ways out of holes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not, you know, minimum payments is not the end of the... Because watching that for me was financially stressful. There's people that are like a quarter million in debt 
and they're just living their lives. They're like, yeah, you know, I love to buy on Amazon. And I'm over here like, I would be shitting my pants. But for some people, that's normal. They just think that's how you roll the ball. Yeah. And not enough people in this world will also tell you that. Like, hey, this is okay. It's not the end of the world. Like, you don't need to sell everything. You also don't need to only, like, cook at home. You can go out. You can live a rich life. You can have fun. Mm -hmm. But you got to be responsible with it. You got to have a good medium, dude. That's the main thing. 2024 for me is all about just, like, enjoying our fucking labor, the fruits of our labor. Like, yes, there are people that have this and that. But... Mm -hmm. Not everyone, everyone's different. Everyone is like, you know, what it, what is, what are your goals, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. if your life reflects your goals well, just keep going. And I don't know, don't change fucking too much in 2024. Like, you stay positive. I don't know. Like, you shouldn't flip your life every year. You should, like, right. just build on positives. I also really like the concept of, like, living your rich life that he defines because mm-hmm. it's not always about the financial rich It's about, like, being happy in your life, too. Like, he talks about if you need to buy the Louis Vuitton belt or if you need to buy, like, the, I don't know, like, the Tesla car. I don't, yeah, it's, like, whatever makes you financially happy or whatever, whatever things make you happy, like, that's what you should be doing in life. And everyone is different. So it's really defining, like, how do you want to live your life? It's not going to look the same from the next. Mm -hmm. So just making sure that you're working towards your personal goals financially in the wise words of truman different strokes for different folks yes exactly (laughs) um rahul tell me the best piece of advice that you've ever received oh this one's a good one i feel like if you're going after a lady you got to be her friend before you become something more and that's what my dad told me okay yeah really good advice really wait i want to know a little bit more about that so, like, you know, people, they just want to date. Like, they just want to get to that part of it. Like, how are you going to have a life with your best friend without being first being a friend? Yeah. So, I feel like a lot of people are just after that, like, the end. But there's so much more to just, you know, quickly. I, I don't know. That's yeah. just, Literally, there's so much more to just quickly getting to that portion of a relationship. Totally. Versus, like making an actual like okay this is my homie Mm -hmm. kind of a thing and it's not like you have to you know be a friend first or whatever but I feel like that's some good advice is like even if you are in love with someone like focus on the friendship totally because that's who you're living your life with for the rest of your life right I mean if you choose to live your life with that person for the rest of your life exactly but it's like how do you want to enjoy life with them if it's purely just romantic like there are other parts that you need to What happens when they get fat and ugly? Oh, God. (laughs) It sounds terrible. But you got to love the person. You actually have to form a bond with the person that you're interested in. Yeah. But it's funny you say that because I went the direct opposite route. Our relationship started with, I have no interest in being friends. Mm -hmm. I did not want to be friends with you. I wanted to be romantic with you. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get romantical. <laughs> and that's what I wanted. Like, that's what people want. You yeah. know, like that is the the drive yeah. under this dating thing. Mm-hmm. But then you see like the more important part is the the vibe. I don't know. Yeah. Well, that was, I got lucky because I feel like that style that my approach is, is very bull in a China shop. I'm going to break some glass. I don't give a shit. I'm interested in you. I want to know you. 
I want to get to know you properly. Mm -hmm. And that means the good, the bad, the terrible, everything that I would be repulsed by, I need to know that up front because I'll respect you more as a person if I actually know who you are. Yeah. And that's kind of where you're coming from, I guess, with the sense of like, let's formulate a friendship. Let's formulate something where I understand who you are. Exactly. And then we can move from there. Yeah. That, that's, that advice was given by my dad, by the way. Manahar. The other Shout, out, Shout to out to Manahar. Fucking love, love that. Okay. And then last question. What is the coolest experience you had in 2023? Proposing to Brooke. Yep. I already knew it. <laughs> it's like on, right, the, give us a rundown on the tip of your the tongue. Pe- <laughs> the people need to hear it. We're going to have to us. cut out the tears, you guys. No. Oh, are, no. Do you want to wear some glasses? Yeah, I mean with the fucking fader shaders. We got some fader shaders fader right shaders. there just so that way you can have a little public shield. The old no more tears. Uh, I'm super hard. Vipers. No, these are knockoff $20 Vipers. These are Johnny Shades. Use discount Mike for no percent off. Jalabal should just have a Pit Viper discount. Free That's my goal. I I honestly think that I would be a great Pit Viper sponsor just you because would. of my you're ridiculous an, attitude. I, you're an ideal PV sponsor. Yeah. You know, the, the Speedo, the mullet, the ridiculous glasses I'm in. So oh. tell us the most beautiful part of your 2023. It was definitely when I proposed to my now fiance. Congratulations. Congratulations. Hit the applause button. Let's go. Clap, 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 clap. Yeah, um, yeah. Anyways, we so I told her ahead of time that we were going to go in Austin, Texas. There's actually wine over there. You can go wine tasting, wine trails, beautiful. I told her there's a wine stomping festival a few weeks ahead of time. She didn't know I had a ring. I did have a ring, and we weren't going to stomp grapes. But <laughs> this was all a, a play. So she, you know, like, there's a reason we had a hotel room. There's a reason you know we had to do certain things and go to Fredericksburg this weekend. Right. What we did was go to a winery that we have you know been to before, and they had a proposal package. Shout out that winery. <laughs> you can shout, shout out, out the winery. One? Heath Winery. Hey, Fuck shout out yeah. to Heath. Heath Winery. Well done. Heath Winery in Austin, Texas, great champagne bar. They had a proposal package. So what we did was I told her it was a wine tour, and she did not know. Like, yeah, I booked a wine tour. And when we got there, they're like, oh, you're the only two to show up. So we go through the vineyard, and they just walk us through the vines. And the lady um, that's giving us the history of the grapes and yada, yada, <laughs> takes a fake phone call. And that's when, you know, she steps away to, like, take pictures. And we are trying to, uh, you know, I'm asking my, my question. So I get, I, I get out the man purse, I open it, unzip that bad boy, take out the ring, and I get on one knee. And I think as soon as I shifted to the, the man purse, she knew exactly what was happening. Oh, yeah. Like, just went into, you know, we're all emotional. Oh. And then, you know, I roll out my question. I was like, I've always wanted to marry you. And she was like, <gasps> since 14. <laughs> and we kissed, got all the pictures. Oh. And I actually had a surprise party planned the next day. And before that, I told her we stay, we're staying in a motel to stomp the grapes. Because, you know, she didn't know this was her proposal. I had a nice, you know. Airbnb with a farm, some donkeys, some fucking roosters, the whole thing, a nice hot tub, rocking chairs, real Texas. Real Texas. Slide this towards you. We went to a steakhouse, and then uh, the next day we were so piercingly hungover. I'm like, should I cancel the fucking surprise party? Yeah. (laughs) Because like I was like Brooke, you know, let's pull over for food because we were running. We were running early. We were not running late. Pulling over for food or is it pulling over for... We, I just (laughs) needed to burn an hour because we were an hour ahead of time. Brooke was, no, we are not eating food. We're not eating food. We got to go straight home. We're dying. I agree. Our tire pops. And we were an hour ahead of time. So the surprise is going to be ruined. We were exactly on time because that tire popped. Wow. Things are just meant to be. Imagine 
being thankful for a tire blowout. Imagine being thankful. <laughs> I went from sweating to not sweating. Because <laughs> now we're like, going to be I'm on glad time. This tire's right, right. And it was it was so sick. Surprise party went perfectly. We hung out, and then we kicked everyone out, and just like we're like, oh my god, I can stop sweating now. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I love you so much. <laughs> yeah. Oh my dude, all the planning. You're just sitting there like, holy shit! I know what's about to happen in like an hour, two hours, three hours. It's like. Totally. It's it's overwhelming. It's a hard way to live life all the time, but for those special moments, it makes it's sense. It's worth it. Yeah. yeah. Definitely overthink the proposal, you guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do it. Yeah. Well, well that's, what, that's what I love about you, Rahul, is that you're just so intentional with everything that you do and including the planning. Like, you go above and beyond, and I think that just is a reflection of your character and who you are as a person. And so I can just say that we're super thankful to have you in our lives, and we love you. So thank you. He's over here saying the mushy shit on Mike. I'll say that when I'm too drunk to you later. <laughs> yeah. Before I tear up, I'm gonna say Happy New Year's, you yes. guys. Happy, Happy New, New Year's. Year's. Favorite locals, let's fucking go. Gang, gang. Rahul, thank you for joining us. We love you. You are welcome. We will let you return to the people <laughs> as right. you belong. Bye. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Welcome, Mr. Max Warner. Hello. It's <laughs> Werner, but that's okay. Werner von Strassenberger. Werner, yeah, Werner. das ist gut. It's das the same ist shit. Good. All right, so we have three questions for you. The first question, and I'll we'll start with maybe the easier one. What is the best experience you had in 2023? See, I got to ponder on this one. But, you know, 2023 was a roller coaster of year for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but, you know, last New Year's Eve... You guys were there. I was. We had I was there at my house. Probably two and a half feet of snow snowed in. We thought we were going to go out. It was kicking off the year, right? Yeah, really, yeah. right? Uh, but then moving on to the springtime, that's probably my best experience. Was going up to Oregon, oh, Pacific yes. Northwest. Yes, I remember Pacific Northwest. What I mean, we Grant, we did a bunch of travel. Emily and I, yeah. 2023 but pacific northwest is so cool uh where'd you go oregon coast it's near coos bay just just north of coos bay it's called winchester bay and we packed up the toy hauler with dirt bikes the truck and the dogs and we fished we took walks on the beach we rode dirt bikes on the beach and quads and whatnot and the food was great the beer was good People were friendly. And you're next to... The cool thing about uh, Pacific Northwest is that you're next to the forest while on the beach at the same time, right? Right. So you're looking down the beach at this beautiful coastline, and you turn to your left, and you're like, oh, there's the thickest forest I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Like, thicker than anything that we have in the Sierras over here. Except for, like, maybe freshman or sophomore year. Yeah, that's... (laughs) Forest was thick, buddy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, PM does. I love that. Yeah, the way you, you guys described had... it was much like a country song. The food was great. The beer was good. The people were friendly. Because <laughs> it was, man. It was like a country song. But like we were in our own little oasis. We had our our camp setup was sick too because we were right next to the beach. But so there was the beach, and then a uh, few hundred yards up from the the water line was a tree line and then we were behind the tree line so we had a bit of a breeze Mm. but the tree line kind of protected us a lot from it 
So it was just such a cool spot to be in. And then the dogs were able to like roam around. And it was early spring too. It was Cinco de Mayo. Uh, so not a lot of people were there because yeah. it, it was a little bit it gloomy. Yeah. It was a little bit chilly. Uh, but yeah, that being said, it wasn't very crowded, which was nice. Yeah. And it seemed like you guys had a great time. You went dirt biking. Yeah. Didn't you go like crab fishing? Uh, I went uh, halibut fishing. Halibut fishing. Yeah. So did you get on like chartered. a... I chartered. Yeah. I chartered with this small like a private boat owner he had five other people on the charter okay and then him so six people total he owned and operated the boat um but yeah very cool hold on hold on so late spring early spring early spring you're talking like may time you said cinco de mayo cinco de mayo tide's a little rough out there yeah it was pretty gnarly what's what's that like waves were firing (laughs) man the surf was huge um, just like walking down the coastline, I didn't really go in the. We didn't really go in the ocean too much, just because it was freaking frigid. I mean, cold. you're talking about Pacific Northwest, like yeah. the Pacific itself is colder than the Atlantic, right? And being up northern Pacific, oh god, it, it, it's cold. Uh, <laughs> dog had no problem going into it. Benny had no problem going yeah. into it. Yeah, <laughs> but Emily and I, we Emily got her toes wet. We got our toes wet. And that was about it. That was it. Yeah, I haven't farted, and I am getting (laughs) deep breaths of it right now. (sighs) Nice and fishy, just like the Northwest. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry to interrupt that. Um, Tell me, what is the best piece of advice that you've ever received? Maybe something you could pass on to the people listening, like my mom or Kenzie's mom or the other two people. (laughs) (laughs) To all my fans out there, um... Man, I don't know. So, like, I'm thinking work-related, but at the same time, I don't want to focus on work because that's not what life's about. Amen. So, maybe that's it right there, honestly. Yeah. And nobody gave me that advice. Uh, You know, recently, I discovered life is not about just fucking on the grind all the time. Mm -hmm. Talking to the guy that's got to go to work tomorrow, but... (laughs) uh, T-minus 12 hours. Yeah, T-minus 12 hours. That's whatever. Uh, But don't get so caught up in your profession, honestly. You know, spend time with your friends and family. You don't know how long they're going to be around, and that's... Don't take it for granted. That's really what I got to say. Work to live. Yeah, do not work for a living. It's just a job, and at the end of the day, go get another one. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I, I resonate with that right now. I think so. a lot of people need to hear that, too. Because yeah. too many people get caught up in that, and all of a sudden they miss out on really important things. Or maybe they just kind of kick themselves because they're like, God damn, yeah. I should have been there. Yeah. But well, that's, exactly. I mean, that's honestly my New Year's resolution is to spend more time with family and friends, like to be more intentional about my time with them. Because I feel like this last year, sometimes I've felt like a hermit. And I'm like... That is not what like like being by yourself. I mean, we're together a lot of the time, but just hibernating all the time is not good for the soul. It's not good for the human psyche. And so I'm like, you need to be surrounded with your people. So that's my New Year's resolution yeah. is to just be more intentional with my friendships. Absolutely. You know, growing up, like my dad was always at work and, and granted, he worked to give us a good life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And that's just kind of how the premise I was raised on. Right. right, work and Equals make good life. Make make a good life for you and your family. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, you need to enjoy your friends and family first before just earning a buck. Yeah, 
Amen to that. Yeah. It's funny you say that because my New Year's resolution is all about being selfish as fuck. Like, it's all about take care of you, you know, do the right thing, obviously earn a buck for the fam. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, don't get me wrong, you still need to earn a dollar. You you can't pay rent on love. (laughs) (laughs) You can't pay rent on love. You know, still earn that buck, but just know where that line is. It's It's a very fine line. Just don't cross it. Totally. Yeah. So I guess going, yeah, going into the final question is what is your New Year's resolution? Ooh, that's a tough one. Uh, You know, my New Year's resolution should be something basic, like go to the gym. I'll join you. Uh, Sign up for Crunch. Use code Mike for 0% off. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But honestly, uh, I don't know. It's So I want to get better at the things I like to do. I want to spend more time with family. So things as far as like riding dirt bikes, uh, skiing, mm-hmm. right? Like I want to be able to hit like a rail, right? I can't hit a rail, whatever. All my friends can. I'm lame. Uh, Literally, that's what I've been trying to work on since the day I started snowboarding. And I've been snowboarding for a while. So yeah, like I totally understand. Yeah, so like, maybe you I and I, with you. we need to go together and just be like, Max, fucking do it. Mertz, fucking do it. Yeah, like I've hit him. Never landed one. But <laughs> hit them. But you hit them. Yeah. That's what counts. Yeah. I want to be able to, like, do that kind of stuff. Look steezy on the mountain. I want to look steezy on a bike. <laughs> I want to be able to have good times with friends and family, obviously. Cherish those moments and uh, have a good time, you know? 2023 was, uh, like I said, a bit of a roller coaster year. More on the downside of recent than up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm trying to turn that around for two, two, zero, two, four. Hell well, yeah. I think that's somewhat easier because, you know, when you're on the downside, it's real easy to go up. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> we hit rock bottom. There's only one way to go, right? Rocking. Well, well, Max, thank you for joining us. We love you as always. I will let you return to the people. All right. Yes. We love you, Max. And we'll see you shortly. Yes. Happy New Year. Cheers. Cheers, buddy.